Hi, lovely. So July is my birthday month. And that means that you've been with me for two birthdays now. And even if I think about that year, so much has changed. And I really give credit to this work that I do, right? The more I show up, the more I do this work, the better quality of content I create for you, the better my relationships, the more I create my own path. And part of that has really meant creating my own success criteria. And so that's what I'm going to be sharing with you today so that you can go out and do it as well. But before we go into it, I do want to take this time to make a special birthday request. It's a really simple and easy one. If you are listening to this podcast, it's probably because it's helping you. And everyone deserves to know how to manage their brain instead of having their brain manage them. The request is to share this podcast with someone you know, maybe a few people that you know. Because my intention with this work is to increase our understanding of why we are how we are and what we can do to get out of our own fucking way. Because we're never taught how to use our brain and it's our most powerful tool. So my birthday wish is that you give someone else the gift of sharing this podcast and these resources with them. Thank you. Now, back to our usual programming. (laughs) So we spoke last week about comparing ourselves to other people. And what's interesting is that we compare ourselves mainly to people that we think are further along. And you can't see that, but I just did air quotes because further along is an opinion. Further along in what way? The ways that you are choosing to focus on. Maybe it's in their career, their title or salary, maybe their relationship status. But remember, not everyone thinks that career, title, money and relationship status are the criteria for being further along. And this is a beautiful thing, right? It could be that connection to themselves or living our purpose or taking care of our health are the criteria that we choose to measure it by. So it all really is an opinion. And most often it's the opinion of our parents or friends, maybe colleagues, basically people around us. And we just take it on without question. And this is why so many people talk about the importance of who you surround yourself with. And that's the first problem really, is that our brain is programmed from a young age, from family, from school, from friends, from books, TV, all these external things deciding for us and telling us what's good or bad, defining success for us. And the actual definition of success, because yes, of course I looked it up, is just the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, any aim or purpose. This means we can be successful regardless of what we are doing. We can successfully have a lazy Sunday and do nothing. But this isn't what we've been taught or the way we speak about success. Like what have you been taught success is? I know when I was at school, we were taught that success meant following a certain career path, specifically being a lawyer, an accountant or a doctor. So it's not a coincidence that so many of my smart friends went on to have careers as one of these. It was literally taught to us. We all arrived at university and saw all these different careers and these different courses that we had no clue existed. Listen, it was of course our responsibility too, but really at that age we just trusted everything we were told and you don't know what you don't know. So have a think for a minute, what were you taught? I recommend if you can 
So not if you're driving, I know a few of you have told me that you like to listen and drive, or maybe if you're walking, but if you can pause the podcast here to write down what you were taught a successful life should look like, and even if you're driving, pause and just like answer the question in your own head. Maybe it was owning a home, earning a certain amount of money, having a certain title, having marriage, kids, like spend some time here. Okay, hopefully you were able to do that. If not, press pause now. So having awareness of how our brain is programmed to think about success is of course the first step. Because we take on other people's success criteria, we think it will make us happy, we give everything to it, we don't challenge it, and when we aren't happy, we have other people to blame. We don't teach our brain how to take responsibility, we don't practice the beautiful art of decision making, and we become followers by complete accident. And then this impacts our confidence and our self-reliability, which means that we aren't happy. Sorry, I should say, which means that when we aren't happy, we don't know what the fuck to do about it. And even if we do, we certainly don't have the confidence to act on it. And so we wait and continue to give more and more to someone else's steps for success. And sometimes we burn out. Sometimes we take away from our personal life. We fight a battle that we never even chose. And then we feel more powerless, more exhausted, Like the more we give, the more tired we feel. Like makes me think of those hamster wheels just running around and around and around and getting nowhere. Of course, it's easier to keep moving on the same path that we've run along for years than it is to stop and find a different path. Go into the unknown. Like even if there are beautiful, like think about that running wise. I don't run, but I do love to walk. So even even walking running wise, when I walk the same path, it's so much easier for my brain to continue walking that same path. Even if, if I was just to turn right, there's like beautiful flowers and scenery and lakes along this new path. We would never know because our brain resists the change. And about a month ago, I was speaking with a client and she literally said that she did this and found a whole new beautiful route right by her house that she'd forgotten was there. Okay, so enough of the walking, to take it back, what I was saying was it's easier to keep moving on the same path we already have. And then add to this the success criteria that we've subconsciously built is based on those around you, which means if you are going to create your own, you are going to be disagreeing with people around you. And our brain loves approval from other people. It's part people-pleasing, parent-pleasing, partner-pleasing, anyone-pleasing, really. And it's part genuine fear of what others will think and even more so what may happen to relationships if we change too much. That's a big one. Will I change so much that people that I'm currently with, I either won't wanna be around them or they won't wanna be around me and what does that mean for my life? So this is what we're up against. No shame, this is how it is for all of us. Our brains want to keep in line with everyone else and opt for safety. And on the other hand, we have this desire for something more, for something different. And when we have the choice between these two, option one wins by default because everything in our brain is wired for comfort and wired for the known and wired for habits. So anything we've already been doing, like taking that run, we're gonna keep doing. It's just way less mental effort. It's safer, it's just a no-brainer. So we have to make active choices to go against our brain's programming and then repeat it again and again with the resistance right? Seeing that resistance as always as evidence that we are building what we want, creating our own success criteria, taking charge for our lives, like willing to try something new and then find out it also isn't right. That's the scary part. 
but willing to do that over and over again when the known is still there tempting us and maybe even other people in your life are there wishing that you would just go back to safety because they also love you and they also want safety and maybe they've not been listening to this podcast that's why you should share it with them (laughs) so keep moving forward keep testing I have a client actually that's a PhD student and I talk with him about creating a hypothesis and testing it. And it's, ama- it's an amazing way to think about things. Like what if you're just testing your theories and so learning every time and getting closer with each experiment and failing or being wrong doesn't mean anything about you. Like just having that real willingness to fail, knowing that you are supposed to fail to get to the solution. So I'm giving you permission to delete success criteria that do not apply to you yes really delete it like i don't care who it came from and neither should you like of course we care what other people think like we're wired to and of course we can learn from people around us but just because you love somebody doesn't mean you need to follow their values and their success criteria and live life on their terms you can love someone and have different ideas of success In fact, this is a beautiful thing because you creating your own success criteria doesn't diminish anyone else's success. It doesn't mean that you're right and they're wrong, right? I spoke about other people's opinions on a previous episode, so it's a great one to go back to listen to after this. Think about it like this. For us to have any chance of creating a successful life, like the bare minimum chance, we better first know what success looks like. So you can show up in line with it. Because if, for example, you define success as having a balanced life, then don't work your evenings and weekends away week after week. Someone else may define success as working to a certain promotion or salary, but if you don't, then own that you don't. And might I actually add that we don't have to overwork to achieve career success. More on that for sure at a later date and or previous podcasts, right? This is a big thing that I speak about. Anyway, back to the point, which is it's really powerful work to define your success criteria. Spend time here. Get as detailed as you want. And you can even redo this on a weekly, monthly or quarterly basis as you test and learn. All the things, get them all out of you, all your ideas, all that's important for you to create success on your terms and then look through your last week did you spend your time in line with your very own criteria are you creating success on your terms or on someone else's because i have news for you and trust me i know this lesson all too well in my own life if you are creating success on someone else's terms you are not creating success So from your last week, circle any that are a yes. Anything that you did that was in line with your success criteria. I should say circle the criteria, right? Look at your week and circle the criteria. And even have fun there. If success is having good friends and you caught up with friends, own it. This is the fun part. We want to always be teaching our brain that we can do these things. And the best way is to show it how we are already doing these things. Now, the next step, of course, might be less fun, which is noticing the ones that are missing, the ones that we did not show up for. Because sometimes we will even show up for a way or in a way that goes directly against our own success criteria. Like in the example above of working late while valuing a balanced life. Notice it. Why? 
what happened, learn from it. Because the important thing here, might I add, is not to apply all the changes all at once and get your head into a spin. This is just another way, by the way, another way, by the way, that our brain sets us up to fail at new things, right? Taking on too much. So just pick one thing, one way that you define success that is not already showing up in your life at the level you want it to and create it on purpose. Focus on it, apply it, learn from it, even, even fail at it and run your own hypothesis test. And from there, build one at a time until you are living in line with your own success criteria. And remember, these are always going to evolve as life evolves, as you evolve. So come back to this as often as you like. We do not have to stay still. We do not have to make decisions now that are gonna be in line forever and ever. For most of us, how we actually define success is going to change as our lives evolve, right? Maybe we define success as a steady income and then as flexible working. Maybe we define success as morning yoga and then mornings with family. Like you get to decide. So step into that role of responsibility and criteria creator and it will stay with you. And of course, have fun along the way. Fuck ups will happen. Don't be too hard on yourself. This will not follow a straight line, but most things don't. So go with it and commit more to who you will become in the process. How do you think owning and creating your own success criteria will change you, will change your life, will change your future? I'll leave you with that. Have a lovely week and remember to share this podcast with someone you know, because everyone deserves to know how to create their own success story. And if you are committed to creating your own and know that you've been trying by yourself and keep like missing the mark, then you can schedule your call with me at vickylouise.com forward slash consult and let's spend some time talking about you, about your success criteria and how you can create it. Now listen, the best time to do this is probably way back at episode number one, but the second best time is right now. Have a great week. Bye guys. Thanks for listening. Are you ready to feel better? You can download a free anxiety workbook, which includes a bonus worksheet to use anytime you feel anxiety creeping in by heading over to vickylouise.com forward slash guide. That is Vicky, V-I-K-K-I, then Louise, L-O-U-I-S-E. So vickylouise.com forward slash guide. The link will also be in the show notes. Just do it.